right, y'all, get ready for another edition of News and Trends with your host, Dave and Lynn. Welcome, 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 welcome. This is News and Trends with Dave and Lynn. I don't know what, what my partner. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, I jumped in on my partner. I am so sorry. But that's what happens. Go ahead. I'm sorry, man. Go ahead. Do your thing. No, I, Dave, I, Dave, I'm so used you, to you, doing it. I'm, all, I'm so used to carrying the program. I'm sorry. Go, you, go ahead, man. You, you don't already stole my flow. So th th this I right know. here must have been go payback ahead, for all the time. That, it ahead. must have been payback for all the time that I turned off your mic and like, <laughs> muted you. But anyway, welcome, everybody. This is News and Trends with Dave and Lynn. Um, sometimes David thinks it's just Dave. But uh, this is one of your co-hosts, Leonard Young, CEO of National Black Guy, DelawareBlack.com, Black Media Specialist, and obviously the man who gets my <laughs> intro stolen on, on the Friday show, here with, with the, the thief himself, David P. Coker. How you doing, David? Well, well I, I am sorry, sir, that I, I jumped in on you, <laughs> uh, you know. But then you got to understand, it's Friday. There was a, this was a very important day in history, um, Black history, on this particular day, February twenty fourth, uh -oh. in nineteen sixty. There was a young man that was born that you know that went on to do some great things. He started a company Martin? called Dave Mark Inc. Malcolm he started. <laughs> What's his name? He, uh, uh, um, see, let me get this out, man. You know, you why are you messing with me, right? He started a company named Dave Marketing, became a marketing specialist, a media specialist, you know, man about town, and he became your partner in this in this great program called News and Trends with David Lynn. Mr. David Coker was born on this day, February 24th. What can I say? So I'm a little excited. What, what so I time? jumped in on you. I jumped in on you while you were doing your intro. So I, I have to apologize, folks, for that. But you know, what can I say? You know, brother got to see another birthday. So that's what I, that's where we are. What so. time were you born? Do you know? Um, sometime. <laughs> you know, I don't even remember. It was so long ago. So. You uh, don't remember when you were born? No, man, I don't remember. Do, that, do you remember your first breath? No. What was the first thing you said? Your first uh, words? Mama. Mama. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And, and everybody, just so you know, um, we have been encouraging people to bless Dave all week. His cash app is uh, dollar sign Laker man, L-A-K-E-R-M-A-N. You know, D Dave been collecting some some birthday uh, well wishes here and there. So make sure you keep on blessing him. He is a valuable part of news and trends. Um, yeah. Of course, you know, he put, okay. he, he put his anyway, name first. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, long story short, Dave, um, I want to be one of the, I would say first, but we're a little bit later in the day, but I want to be one of the first people to can congratulate you on the air news mm -hmm. and trends. And um, you are a vital <laughs> part to this show now now you are replaceable but as of right know, now you are, you are you are you are a vital part to this show and um you know i i know everyone is looking 
forward to the Man About Town's birthday party coming up. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, we try and get that. We try and get that together. Uh, um, it, we're gonna have a little shindig um, March the fourth. Um, so that'd be next weekend. Um, where we no kids, perfect. No kids. It's four to yeah. nine. Four to nine um, on March the fourth um, at the Spotlight, the new venue down on Route Forty. Um, where Buffalo Wild Wings is and that Sunset uh, Plaza down there. Bear, Delaware. Bear, Delaware, right next door to Mattress Firm, right across, directly across from the Dollar General in there. So that's where we're going to be um, on that day. If you haven't seen the flyer, the flyer is um, circulating around on social media. Um, it is a $25 cost to get in but we will have food um you do get a free drink uh one of our signature drink um we will have a candy bar cake you know so it should be pretty nice um you guys if you ever uh, been to one of my birthday parties in the past you know we always have a good time it's usually a good crowd and um this one is sort of a day evening party you know so, since we're starting at four o'clock and it goes to nine o'clock so um we hope to see you then and come on out and help me celebrate you know another year okay um you too leonard you come out too <laughs> yeah no i mean i'll definitely be there it's, it's a, a kids it's a it's a nine kids weekend so i don't have no excuse now see 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 how he did that folks uh if he had his kids, he would blow me off, you know. Um, of course, you know, his, know kids, his kids are 25 years old. So, really? <laughs> so, so, but, um, but anyway, um, yeah, come on out and help, help, help me celebrate. Usually we always have a nice turnout and always have a lot of fun. So we look forward to seeing you guys. Okay. So, um, how's that for Black History right there? Um, Dave Coker, February 24th, was born on this day. Okay. Dave, you're always trying to steal the Black History Month spotlight. Yeah, I know. Hey, and a child was born. So, all right. So, let me see. Anything? Oh, man. Um, were you out there in uh, near the pool um, yesterday in that 70-degree weather out there? No, I was not. I, I missed it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I saw people, people walking around in shorts, and people on their motorcycles. Their yeah, kids on the basketball court. Uh, I mean, it was just you know, the people. Look, the people were. You could tell people were planning for this day, for that day when it came up. You know, so you know everybody had their clothes laid up for that day and everything. You know, but that and then Thursday night. Man, the temperature dropped. Yeah, uh, back to normal. You know, I'll, I'll just tell you, this has been a very weird weather February. Like, mm -hmm. very weird. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, the, in fact, I, was it you the other day who said it, like, flurry during the middle of the day? It was fleeting. Yeah, and I mean, like, you know, this February, 
I mean, I don't know. It's just so weird. Like, it doesn't even make sense to me. Yeah, yeah. I was out in it when it was doing it. It came down. Um, yep. It came down that, um, came down because I had my son with me. And I was like, look. And he started, he looked, and I said, because it was drizzling. It was raining. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, you started seeing stuff bouncing off the car. And I was like, that's sweet. It ain't raining anymore. Yeah, it's so and weird. He, he, it was weird. And it lasted for a good 15, 20 minutes. You know, so. W was it cold enough that that was appropriate? Or was it like. It was not cool, cold. but I didn't think I didn't think it was that cold that it went from mm -hmm. rain to sleep like that. It was right, but you're right. How am I talking about how weird the weather is? And you know, if if we didn't know anything about global warming, you know, I mean, you know, they've been talking about global warming for a while, but it's 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 definitely got something. Uh, there's something to this whole global warming because it, that's the only way you can explain what's going on with this weather right now. Yeah. Um, you know, they were, I was reading something um, last week and they were talking about how the uh, polar ice caps are melting. You know, the polar bears, polar bears are dying because they don't have, they don't have, you know, the, their natural habitats are melting, you know, and they're trying to find other other places to go because the climate is not cold enough for them to survive. That's crazy. Yeah. I know. You you think you would never hear something like that. You know, that that type of thing would happen. But it is happening. And it's out there and it's really a shame that we're dealing with um, with this type of thing. You would think that uh, with all the technology and everything that we have, we'd be able to figure it out, but we haven't yet. So, I don't know. I, don't, I mean, well, uh, I guess we got to talk to the groundhog more. Maybe they got more answers for us. Right. Like, all right. Well, we'll have to talk to them in uh in March. <laughs> well, you know that because you uh, know that there's a big snowstorm that's supposedly heading our way. You know, I'm, I'm looking for. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> That's because you ain't got to go nowhere. But you know, exactly. my luck. My luck. My luck. They'll make us come to work every day in it. So, um, nah, they yeah, they, they, they won't do that to y'all. Well, we'll see. Depends on how, if we get it or not. So we'll find out. So, gotcha. but yeah. Uh, anyway, all right. So so if, let's, let's go ahead uh, and get started get with the, the show. show. Yeah, go ahead. Tell, what are we going to talk? All right, about so Dave. Today, what our topic is going to be, and I was thinking about it earlier, you know, and I mean, I guess this is appropriate since it's your birthday. You've seen so many years of life <laughs> and you probably you probably also seen so many products and services come and go that, um, you know, that you probably thought what you would never not see in your lifetime. So, you know, I just kind of thinking about all the things, gadgets, electronics, food, you know, stores that we grew up with or the, that were staples in our youth, midlife, adult life that are no longer here that we thought would always be here. So to, tonight, my topic for us is going to be for each of us to name five things that we always thought were going to be in existence but are now either not in existence or not used. Okay. So with that said, 
I'm I'm, I'm going to let the, the birthday boy go first. And, you know, we can probably just go, you know, in fact, we can just go one at a time. You can just tell me some some items from your life that you thought would always be here and are no longer here. All right. I'll, I'll go first. And actually, I kind of mentioned this um, prior to us coming on the air. Um, and I'm going to bring it up again. And that is um, the payphone. Um, and uh, and uh, add as a caveat, the phone booth as well. Um, mm-hmm. When I was coming up, that was our way of communicating outside of our homes was using a payphone, um, you know, or a phone booth. And there were plenty of them everywhere. And it was just something that we were used to using. And that's back doing it. It was also something else that we used to do that we never thought we would go away was uh, memorizing people's phone numbers because most <laughs> of the phone numbers, yeah, because most of the phone numbers you had in your head. So when you stopped to use a yeah. phone or a phone booth, most of the time you had the number in your head and you just put the change in um, the phone and you just dial the number. Or if you're a person that had a, a, a little phone book or a little black book, you know, uh, most people would have, you know, you had it written down in the in the phone book and you just call who you needed to call. Um, you can also put the money in and, and sometimes you just say, I'm trying to call so-and-so and they would find a number for oh, you. Yeah, so call, call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so you know, but the, you never thought that you would not see a payphone, a phone booth. And, you know, it's very rare that you see one anymore. And then, like, some places have, you know, the actual payphone station or phone booth still there, but it's more of a um, remembrance thing, you know, or or, or like a, 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 um, a, a what, what do you... Uh, I'm trying to think like uh, um, like you would uh, see in a museum, you know, uh, yeah, like a novelty or, or, or yeah, that type of thing, you know. Um, well, they, you know, you know that I, I say a lot of my see. I think nobody just wanted to pay to have them removed, <laughs> you know, like like when you see them on some of those old uh, corner stores, yeah, you know, and they look raggedy and run down. Like you know what? I just feel like nobody, you know, it's kind of like it ain't bothering nobody. So well, ain't nobody well, I think they were forgotten. Kind of I think it. they were forgotten about. That's probably why. And people just forgot about it. Look, I never forget. There was a payphone um, in Wilmington. Um, there was one near um, the very famous park in Wilmington, Prices Park. Um, there used to be one near the basketball courts over there. And, you know, parents back in the day um if you said you were going to that park um you would uh you could be walking up towards the park that phone would ring and whoever heard the phone ring would pick up the phone and you would hear is ricky over there at the park and you see the person <laughs> look and say yeah he over there okay good and hang up 
know, because yeah, parents would call that phone to make sure the kids were over there, you know, that type of thing. So, um, you know, but, you know, you rarely see those things anymore. Uh, I mean, it, you know, some of the big cities might choose to have one or two because some of the hotels used to, you don't even see them in the hotels anymore. You know, when you go in the hotels, they used to have like a section that would just have pay phones and everything. Mm-hmm. They took all of those out of the hotels and everything as well. Okay. So gone forever, gone forever, you know, so they have the courtesy phones or whatever. You need. But most people have cell phones now, so you don't need them. So, yeah, definitely don't. Yeah. So but I, that would be my first one, the pay phone or the phone booth, um, you know, combination of both. Those are the things that you don't see anymore. Gotcha. OK, so my first one. And this is the one I always think about. And I always tell my kids. So, you know, luckily now we have GPS. Mm-hmm. But back in my college days, when I, I first started driving, going places I didn't know, we had MapQuest. And I just <laughs> remember, you know, going to the computer, printing out directions that were turn by turn. And specifically, I remember I was in D.C. I didn't know where I was going. I had my like two or three pages of MapQuest. It was dark outside. So of course it's dark in the car. And I'm trying to determine, you know, when you're driving like on the um, highway, you can probably guess what a, a quarter of a mile is, a half a mile, a mile. But when you're riding city blocks, you have no idea what a, what a, uh, a half a mile is in city blocks terminology. So I just remember trying to drive. I was trying to look for street street signs, trying to judge what 0.2 miles was. That's just crazy. But, you know, I just never thought that would go away. And it's just so funny now. You know, you pull out your phone and it, it damn near talks to you. They make a left here. Go 0.2 <laughs> miles. You know, and it, it's just so crazy. Yeah. But like I always have, you know, like, you know, my kids don't know how easy they got it. But, no, you know, they, they it's don't. just so crazy. Well, and it's funny because you you said MapQuest and so forth, and I remember, and I remember how, um, and just think how hard it was trying to navigate driving and reading the MapQuest at the same time. But yeah. for some reason, we were able to do that. But just, let me take it a little step further for you. Yep, I know where you're going. Talk about MapQuest, but we use maps at first. <laughs> Yeah. Now you get and now you talking about something hard to do was reading the map and trying to find your way on a long mm-hmm. trip or whatever the case may be. And and they had maps for everything, you know, and you would be trying to sit there and even like they had two views. They had a they had a a, a wide view and then they had an expanded yeah, view yeah. of the area that you were, you know, trying to find in most cases. Ho- hopefully. And, hopefully, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so that was never fun. Um, reading a map, and then you get the map quest, and that made it a little bit easier. The map quest, but that's only if because with the map quest, of course, they have on their turn left on this street or turn left on that street. Then mm-hmm. you get in the area, and have to you you had to hope that all the streets had street signs. Yeah, because you know a lot of these city streets don't have them. Yeah, 
and, and, and Lord forbid you run into construction. Rural, and some of the rural ones don't have them either, you know? Lord forbid you run into construction. Like, oh, yeah. Jesus, I got a yeah. detour. And don't, so, and I mean, look, I, don't, be, look, don't be in the hood and say, can you tell me where Jefferson Street is? And it'd be a bunch of guys. <laughs> They'd be like, right. yeah, it's right it's right down there. Just mm -hmm. Wait, hold on, I'll show you. Just, just go this way. You know, oh, I'm going to go that way now. Just follow me. <laughs> you yeah. know. Or, or, or the worst is, uh, yeah, I'm going that way right now. Here, why don't I, why don't I jump in and I'll just show you how to get there? It's like, oh, I'm good. <laughs> you know, so, yeah, but but that's pretty, and, and that just tells you how, how, how crazy things are because you said MapQuest, and like I said, I, I remember using a map, and that was no fun at all using a mm -hmm. map. But then MapQuest gave along. It made it look easier, but yeah, still, man. you still had to navigate it. You know what I mean? So yeah, right. But that's a good, that's a good one. I, I I give you that. That's a good one. So all right, you go, Dave. All right. Um, my next one's going to be a little weird, but I just tell you how easy things were when we had these things in the vehicles. You riding along, your car stops. You know, it might uh, overheat or something or whatever. Or you go to get in your car, car won't start. It sounds like it's about to start, but it wouldn't start or whatever. You know, uh, most of the time you can lift the hood, go under the hood, uh, unscrew the cap to the carburetor, look at the carburetor. Sometimes the carburetor um, um, filter might be moved over you might have to change the filter you can always tell when you had to change the filter because of the way the filter looked um sometimes it would just take taking um you know um you can put um um oil in the carburetor and it would just you'd go sit in the car wait a little bit turn the key and the car would start right up you know mm -hmm. so a lot of people who are old school know that that carburetor was the key to a lot of the times that the car wouldn't start. So if you knew anything about this going under, and most of the time you knew, you learned by watching, you know, your uncle, your father, you know, or, you know, maybe your big brother or somebody, family member going to the hood and just say, any, if your car doesn't start, you just go here, just fool around with the carburetor. The carburetor had this uh, little valve in it that you can, sometimes it would get stuck open and the car wouldn't start. You would just go in and just take your finger and just flip the valve and the <laughs> car would start. <laughs> I mean, it made it so easy, you know, because most people thought they were mechanics because they could go under the hood and fool with the carburetor, get right. things started, you know. So once they took those carburetors out of the car or they made them so complex that you couldn't fool with them anymore, that's when life stopped for a lot of people, you know, as far as mechanics work. You know, people who call themselves self-mechanics, once they started making those carburetors too fancy for us to mess with, or and then a lot of times they just basically made um, made them disappear because you couldn't get to them, you know? Right. You know, so that was another thing because, you know, we used to think, oh, man, the car stopped or it won't start or whatever. We go lift that hood like we were doing something. Oh, okay. The thing stuck open. Just <laughs> flip it with your finger. Okay, babe, try it now. <laughs> you know, and the car would start up. 
but once you know, so you used to think you did you were Mr. Big Stuff then, you know, because you you thought you did well, you didn't really do anything but just flip the thing. But you know, but the carburetor made it, you know, f- back then the way the carburetors were set up in the car, and it was obvious because I mean, as soon as you opened the hood, you saw it. It was right there. Mm-hmm. So you know, but it seems like something weird, but it was something that made life so simple back then. If you had a car issue, you know, because that's the first thing you would check was the carburetor. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Forget about that nowadays. Yeah, you can forget about that nowadays. You open the car nowadays, it looks so foreign. Them, you know, and mm-hmm. compact. You can't even get your fingers halfway between anything anymore. So you know. Yeah. So, but um, yeah, that's my next one right there. Okay. So my next one is a store that I thought would always be here because, I mean, I I visited frequently. My dad lived by it. Uh, Sears. You know, now, wow. now you can't find the Sears anymore. And okay. I remember my, my dad used to buy everything. My, my clothes came from Sears. My shoes came from Sears. And no, they were not Nikes. They were, <laughs> they were, because they, Sears used to sell a brand of shoe called Winners. And they had like a Velcro strap. And my I, so yeah. Okay. Um, I definitely well, that's, would that's not. For those that, I, that's for those that were serious shoppers. They would know that that brand, huh? Yeah, they they, they probably would. And I, I just put it. I was not the cool kid with them shoes days. <laughs> <laughs> you know, not at all. But um, you know, I just figured that store. I mean, because you know that store really had everything you need. It had clothes, electronics, um automotive houseware outside stuff car stuff you know they had a car center and i mean you know it's really and i mean i guess walmart came and just you know or you know walmart target came and upset it but i just never thought that store would go out of business uh when i graduated college a couple years of that the girl who i was dating she graduated and she would work for sears and you know in like a management capacity but you know, just so weird. I always thought Sears would literally be around forever because, you know, and then when I, well, when my dad introduced me to it and I was there frequently, you know, it had been around since like early 1900s. So, you know, it's just crazy that that store kind of just slowly, you know, disappeared off the face of, you know, the earth. Okay. Um, yeah, well, Sears was considered to be the neighborhood store. It was, uh, you know, they had them strategically placed where mm-hmm. they were near neighborhoods, you know what I mean? You know, or right. in neighborhoods. So, like, you know, the one that you probably grew up with, the one was over there on Market Street, right? Uh, no, Price's Corner. Uh, oh, you never went to the one that was over there on Market Street? Oh, you know, that might have been before your time. Yeah, because I, I, I'll just was it where the Department of Labor that building? Yes, is that what yes, it was? Yes, okay. Yes. Nah, yeah, that, that was fact, my time. The Department of Labor over there was Sears. Mm, that gotcha. was Sears. Matter of fact, the the base, like when you come into the Department of Labor, that was the basement of Sears. That's where the uh, gotcha. all the refrigerators, all the appliances used to be on that floor, right there. Yeah. So but so, but yeah, I, I guess that was a little bit because that store closed like during the early 70s. So, uh, during the 70s, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, Price's Corner probably would have been the one that you would probably be most familiar with. Or 
Conquer Mall. Uh, Conquer Mall, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, but yeah, Sears was around forever. And they just, they, what, they just really shut down operations over the last 10 years, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, definitely the last, you know, probably probably right around the pandemic, maybe a little before. Because you remember during the pandemic, they had a list of all the stores that were going out of business. But yeah, they they really, uh, you know, they they really shut it down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, that's 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 <laughs> yeah. Sears was Sears for something, but we for people that shopped at Sears though. Now, my when I was coming up, we thought those people were rich because we we <laughs> <just> shopped. <at laughs> <Sears. laughs> the only thing my mom would get from Sears was uh, like she bought a she bought a refrigerator from Sears and and mm-hmm. a washing machine from Sears because they yeah, had that Ken Moore they had that Ken Moore brand. Yeah. Uh, for you know, and that's the wash machine she bought was a Kenmore, and she had a uh, Kenmore refrigerator too. Yeah, so uh, yeah, so, but yeah, um, those things are definitely the Sears was definitely a staple that you probably thought would never go anywhere. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, all right. Uh, my next one. Uh. Let's see, there used to be a restaurant called Gino's. You remember? You ever remember hearing about Gino's? Uh, Gino's. Where? Gino's. Well, where was it? G I N O apostrophe S. Okay. Okay. Gino's. Now, when were you born? Seventy-six. Okay, so you were just a couple years old when they closed in this area, because um, they they closed. I think they were going out of Delaware by 1980. Um, they were gone. Um, Gino's was a restaurant that was started by a football player and his family, Gino Marchetti, who used to play for the Baltimore Colts back in the day, and. They were, they came into existence. They were a lot like McDonald's. Um, they were actually McDonald's main rival back in the day. They had the same kind of stuff, you know, they had hamburgers, fries, and those type of things. And, you know, McDonald's has the Big Mac. They had something called the Geno's Giant. Oh, I thought you were about to say the Big Mick. No, not the Big Mick or anything like that, you know. So, but they had something called the Geno's Giant, which was uh, um, um, a burger that was similar to the Big Mac, but a lot of people like the Geno's Giant better, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, they were all over the place. They were East Coast, um, uh, East Coast franchise because they were all up and down the East Coast. Um, but they were very popular. But they had something that McDonald's didn't have that kind of changed the game as far as the fast food places went. Because what you can also order from Gina's was this new, um, really great tasting chicken that was con- called Kentucky Fried Chicken. KFC got to start with Geno's. 
Oh, they, they, yeah, wow. they con yeah, they uh, contracted the colonel to put this chicken in their um restaurants. And that's how Gino's, I mean, how Kentucky Fried Chicken got its start was being a part of the menu at the restaurant, the Gino's restaurant. And then um at one point Kentucky Fried um they um colonel the colonel decided that he was going to pull his chicken from Gino to start their own franchise because they were so popular the chicken was so popular but that's how Kentucky Fire got its start was in the Gino's restaurant and it was really oh, wow. cool we never <laughs> thought really that Gino's was going to go anywhere because um <clears throat> people love Gino's man and a lot of us who came up during that time preferred Gino's over McDonald's by a long shot and then one day it just seemed like they started disappearing because and what happened was the Gino, uh, the, the family got into some financial trouble and they lost mm -hmm. all the franchises. Damn. They lost the franchise. And they made a brief comeback um, back during um, the early 2000s. They mm -hmm. opened some, the same family reopened some of the um, Gino's restaurants in the Pennsylvania, New Jersey area. And they, they did all right for a little bit, but then they ended up closing again. But they never did get the rights to having the Kentucky Fried Chicken back in their stores again. Right. I'm sure. Yeah. So, yeah. But it was really, uh, it was really, um, um, they were really popular and very interesting. Um, so, um, um, and they um, were, um, McDonald's was really happy when they closed, started closing their stores because that actually helped with McDonald's becoming who they became once that store yeah. shut down. So, okay. So that was, that was, and anybody who came up during the time that I'm talking about will tell you about Geno's and how popular they were. Gotcha. Okay. All right, Dave. So my next one, and this is something I'm sure you probably had, a CD player. Portable CD player. You know, I. You're so young. You know, my, <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, I'm not. So even when I went to college in 94, I think I had a mix of cassette tapes and CD players. And I mean, of course, you know, the walk, the Walkman and CD player. Um, but, you know, the CD player, I just kind of thought would be a little more permanent. And, you know, I just remember, you know, being places, the battery dies, you know, my, my cheap dollar store headphones stopped working on the CD player. Um, or, you know, you mess around and drop the CD player and them things are fragile. But, right. or, yeah. you know, or just, just going to the store and seeing the seat, you know, like just like they have cell phones lined up now, different CD players were lined up. So, I mean, you know, that that's something that I just thought you know, we're going to be around forever. And and think how many CDs people had. Like, I knew people who had, like, hundreds, 200, oh, yeah. 300 yeah. CDs. They yeah. had CD racks. You know, they bought um the little shelves to individually hold their CDs, you know, everything. So <laughs> I know I had one of those, yeah. Did you? Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, then I, the, I, remember the visors, the people had the, yep. the, some yep. the visors the visor, in the car know, that had CDs yeah, all in them. Yeah, the car. 
or, or the um the notebooks that will hold like 200 CDs oh, yeah. and they zip yeah. up. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's and when I mean, the, DJs, the DJs would carry those around too. You know? <laughs> right. So yeah. that ever did my next one. You know, I, I just thought that thing would be around forever. And I invested a lot of money into those and the accessories and the CDs. I don't even know if I have any CDs. Like, I might just throw them all away now. I still have a few up. Like, I, I had a, I had a CD player in my car. So there's still a couple mm-hmm. of them in my car. Um, because you know, a lot of cars nowadays they don't, I mean, most of the cars don't have them anymore, you know. Yeah, so, nope. um, so, um, yeah, and it's the you know, what was so interesting about CDs was the sound, um, you know, mm-hmm. it was so different from the record sound. Um, um, I remember we, you ever been in that store up on 202 Overtures? No. You know what I'm talking about? You ever see that place is over, like, when you're going up to it, it was on the right-hand side. It was a brown building. Everybody, you never really knew what it was. It just is said, it next to the place that does um, the video transferring to digital? I think you, yeah, yeah, right in that okay. area. Yeah. and But they, what it was, it was a lot of high-end um, stereo equipment, sound systems. I mean, this is rich people stuff, man. You mm-hmm. go in there... And they had like they had listening rooms in there where you would just go in and you would listen to music or watch TV. This they had the state of the art stuff in there before you, you know, you you had to have money. You couldn't go in there with yeah, you know, you had to have ten, twenty thousand dollars to spend, you know. And I remember I used to take um my my two sons in there all the time so they can so they can, they love going in that place, man. They thought it was so cool in there because it just seemed kind of futuristic in there, you know? Right. And um, so you would go in there and you would listen. I'll never forget the first time I ever heard a CD was in that room, in, in, in that building. And what they would do was tell, give, tell you to sit down in the chair and they give you a set of headphones and they would stick like a classical music CD in, in the thing. Mm-hmm. Let you hear every instrument off of that. <laughs> you hear the strings, you hear the keyboards, you hear everything. And you're just sitting there and saying, oh, my God, the sound is just crazy. You couldn't hear that on a record. You know, you, right. know, you, know, you couldn't hear that kind of stuff. So CDs were, way, you know, they were before their time. And they did seem like they were going to be around a long time. But <laughs> nothing seems to last forever anymore, does it? Yeah, no. Yeah, Plus, so. you know, I just think when you go in like Walmart or Target now, they don't even have a music section, do they? Yeah, they don't have like, the listening stuff anymore. Remember how you used to go yeah. in there to be able to mm-hmm. preview all the CDs yeah. and everything? Yeah, they don't even have it anymore. Crazy. Remember, uh, uh, what was the, what was the, what was the place? Uh, Sam Goodies and those type yeah. of places that you would go into, and you you be in there all day just listening to music, you right. know. <laughs> So yeah, um, up in Philly, uh, uh, what was the Tower Records? You mm-hmm. ever did you ever go to Tower Records in Philly? I did. Yeah, that's all. When you walked in there, man, you couldn't even move because people were in there listening to the headphones and everything, you know. So, but yeah, that was the yeah that 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 was cool. Yeah, CDs. You come up with a good one every now and then. Every now and then you come up with some good stuff. I know. I know. Okay. All right. Um, let me see. My next one was something that was near and dear to me growing up. And 
Um, even though they have replicas of these things now, the actual authentic um, item is not the same anymore. And that was the Converse canvas sneaker. Oh, my goodness. And then the Converse leather sneaker that came after that, like Dr. J had the cam Converse uh, leather sneakers that were just awesome. But this Converse sneakers, now everything's about Nike. Everything's about Adidas. Everything is about, you know, even Skechers is more, you know. Oh, you know so, so I would but, never. Yeah. <laughs> not not unless it were a sponsor of News and Trends. But other than that, yeah, there you never. go. There, there you go. There you go. But yeah, definitely Converse sneakers, man. They, when those things came about, you couldn't tell any of us anything, man. And um, the amount of time we spent, especially the now, you can have every color. Of course, they had every color in the world with these things. But the most popular color was white. Okay. Mm. And you know how much time we spent trying to keep those things clean? You know, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> you know, um, you know, you get a little speck of dirt, you had to get a white cloth and, and, and clean that bad boy, you know, and whatever. Um, we used to take white shoe polish and and use the white shoe polish on the soles to keep the soles white, you know. Uh I mean, we spent a lot of time keeping those sneakers clean, man. But there was nothing like them. And when you look at them, it's just a piece of cloth and some and some rubber. Oh, yeah. That's all it was. Mm -hmm. You know, but I'm gonna tell you, we had less um heart um like ACL sprains and turned ankles and and um um you know broken feet you know we had less of that then with those harley there sneakers that's what i call a harley there sneakers right. that we do with these these sneakers that are scientifically made now that's supposed to help with running and jumping and all this stuff and these guys are always tearing their acls or ucls and all of this kind of stuff and getting hurt twisting ankles all the time I just find it really amazing, but I never thought that those Converse sneakers would ever go away, but they did, you know, but that was, that was my thing, man. Cause I love the pair of Converse sneakers, man. You know, did you have Converse coming up? No, because my dad shopped the steers. So I had winners. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It was, they, you never had a, a pair hard... though. You, you never had a pair. I had winners. I had okay, right. the the 1989 version, the 1990 <laughs> version. Maybe when I got to high school, I, I got to transition to some like Nikes, but they okay. they weren't the cool Nikes. They were like low top. They were the know. low top was okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. All right. So my next one, and and this right here is another story too, and and I think. Everybody and their mama can relate to this. So I don't even need to say much about it. Blockbuster video. Wow. Like Blockbuster got me through my college years. When I first came home after college, you know, like if 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 it had anything movie related, you know, I think I think 
both of my parents didn't have cable. So wasn't no movie channels, wasn't no Wait, you know, neither parent movies. had cable? No, because uh, my, my dad wasn't a TV watcher. Yeah, I mean, it was just weird. Neither of them had cable. So, you know, I remember when I come home, you know, during college breaks or afterwards, you know, I, I had my DVD player, which is almost like the CD players now. But, um, you know, Blockbuster was just such a staple and, uh, you know, no longer with us. So that that's my number four. It's funny you talk about Blockbuster. I mean, I of course, I, I, of course, we all spend a lot of time with Blockbuster and so forth. There was another one that was really they were like probably the second biggest one. West Coast, my video. Hollywood video. Oh, I thought you were going to say Hollywood video. Not yeah, Hollywood okay. was popular too. But um, West Coast, did you ever hear West Coast video? No, they had one up on two two. They had a couple of of them here in Delaware, but there was one up on two two up there by uh in fairfax in fairfax mm -hmm. and um i i man i probably was probably at west coast video maybe four or five days a week getting videos Damn. yeah it, we had the second highest account leonard uh in that store i mean we were walking the store hey mr coger hey we got this in we got this in i would call up there and say you know if a new disney movie was being released or whatever i'd call up there I get them to reserve it for me and whatever, and it'd be waiting for me when I come up there. I mean, that's how much we were in that store all the time, man. Um, um, but yeah, those were the good old days going to get those videos or whatever. Right. Look, and especially, and you'd be mad if you go up there, they have like 10 copies of a video and all of them be out. You'd be pissed. Uh -huh. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Almost had to have a hookup. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Well, at West Coast, we had to hook up because if if I call up there and say, "Do you have a copy of this?" No, all of them out, Mister Coker. Um, but you want a copy? Yeah, okay. Well, I'll let you know as soon as we get one. One or a couple walking in the door, like an hour later. Hey, Mister Coker, hurry up up here. We got one for you, man. We got one for you. You know, and I go flying up the road to get the the video, or whatever. But yeah, um, yeah, that was that was that was a fun time, you know. Um, but that just tells you how far along we've come with oh, yeah. video and everything. Because now it's just like Disney just released Wakanda Forever on their Disney Plus station. You know, uh, what, a couple months after the movie came out? Yeah. You know, and so, you can watch it on your phone. Like, and you can watch it on your you phone. You ain't got to go and, nowhere. You know, and you ain't got to go nowhere. You can watch everything. Even though I'm not a person that likes to watch stuff on my phone. I got I to gotta mm. watch it on the screen, you know. So. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, since you brought up the, the video thing, my next one and my last one has to also do with movies. And that's the drive-in movies. Oh, theater. wow. Now, that was really a unique experience, you know. Did you ever go through drive-thru? Yeah, so, you know, last... Uh, hold on, so this is 2022 that just passed. 2021, they opened up a drive-thru movie theater in Bear. And me and the me and the kids went there a couple times. I keep hearing that they opened this drive. Where is it? Well, I'm sorry. It was open in the summer of 2021. For some reason, last summer, it summer of 2022, it didn't come back. But I will say, summer of 2021, it was packed. Like we went a couple times, and there were always, you know, um, it used to be. You know where the Lowe's is. 
on 72, kind of going up to Route 40 across from Governor Square. Yeah. Yeah. You know that big field on 72 in between the church oh, that they have the carnival? Yeah. Yeah. I know yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah. Basically, and I mean, and I mean, it was a great idea, great concept. They literally stacked up, you know, what a, um, what do they call them things? Uh, a cargo container. Mm-hmm. They had about four cargo containers stacked up, and they had a projected, like you know, like, almost like oh, a movie so they screen. projected, they projected onto those things. Y- yeah, yeah, and then they had kind of, you know, kind of designated. They had people directing cars to park because they kind of parked in rows, and um, you would turn your radio to a certain station um, to pick up the sound. And so they probably had at one time, there may be four different movies playing. So you could look around and see, you know, you could at a distance, you could see the three other screens, but, you know, your radio would be on the right station. You know, you can only have your radio on one station at a time. Oh, okay. So that's how they were doing it. Okay. All right. Yeah. And I mean, I mean it was a great idea. It, it looked like it, it wasn't a big overhead. And I mean, the, the tickets were cheap. It might have been like two, three dollars a person. Now, did they you have know, did they have food and stuff out there? I mean, they did. They, they, they had yep, they had a little concession stand. Um, No cooked food. They might have popcorn, but they didn't yeah. have like hot dogs or anything. But then they had snacks, drinks, soda. Okay. Wow. Okay. Now, back in the day, of course, you know, now Delaware used to have quite a few uh, drive-in movie theaters here. Um, I know there were a couple of them. There was one in Claymont, a couple of them in Claymont. Then there was one, uh, a couple of them in Newcastle. Um, So they had, they had a, a few of them and they were always pretty unique because you would drive, when you drive up, you would drive up to like, there was like stations and you would drive up to the station and and the, they have a speaker there, and the sound would be right there. You can connect some. You can put, um, like, if it was during the summertime, you just uh, would take the speaker and uh, and put it in your car so you can hear and all that stuff. And you know, they had the big screen up there. Uh, it was just very unique experience. And of course, you know, um, a lot of times people wasn't paying attention to the movie, but that's a whole nother story. Uh, you know, so you know, because you talk about uh, excuse to uh, a, a real excuse to have fun. You know, mm-hmm. you know that would that was your excuse right there. You know, so yeah, you, let's, go to, grown, let's go to a drive. Let's go to a grown trip. folks fun. Yeah, grown folks fun. Yeah, that type of thing. So, mm-hmm. but um, um, but yeah, those were those were real cool back in the day, and and they were relatively inexpensive too. And even the most, of course, anything with the movies, the most expensive uh, part of the movie was the concession stands. But they would have uh, decent concessions and so forth. But that was always a great thing to do was to go to the movies like that. So mm-hmm. um, to the drive-in. So that was that was one that that was my last one as far as uh, well, you know, from the past is concerned, the drive-in gotcha. movie. So yeah. my my last one, and this is, used to be one of my favorite toys growing up, and it probably disappeared because kids don't play outside anymore. They don't like they don't active play. The pogo stick. 
I used to love the pogo stick, Dave. <laughs> like, you know, you talk about having some neighborhood pogo stick competitions. You know, how many times do you, you know, bounce on it? Or how high could you jump onto something with it? And, uh, you know, I, and if someone brought out a pogo stick today, I think I could bring it to my house and all the kids would have fun with it. But they may not, you know, it's like you got to keep them occupied. But the um, the dark force of electronics is just so strong over their minds and souls that, you know, I don't think I'll be able to break them away. No, well, because first of all, it, it would the, it would take some take that e word, which is effort, <laughs> to do it. You know, so right. and, and, yeah. and, and, and the other e word, energy, energy. Yeah, and they don't have that anymore. We used to we used to have pogo uh, pogo stick competitions in my neighborhood. I remember the mm-hmm. you know, bouncing on a pogo stick in the past. You you figured stuff like that. You couldn't get them um, to play play simple games you know the the games we used to play like tag and all that kind of stuff dodgeball right. you probably couldn't get those kids to do any of that stuff now if it didn't call for a gym teacher telling them to do it right yeah now do that yep, do so your that... kids have do your kids have kids uh gym in school <laughs> uh yeah but they, it's not permanent they have like each of them have gym like a half a year you know we had gym all year long yeah, we did too. Yeah, yeah, that was that was something that we always had. Yeah, um, yeah, and I bet you they if they don't want to p- uh, participate, they don't have to, do they? Um, well, no, they they do have their their grade is reflective on them, but uh, they can do bare minimum. You know, they got to get dressed, but uh, I mean, you know, yeah, our gym teachers didn't play that man. If you if you had gym, you were going to do gym. <laughs> You right. know, whatever they were doing, if it went climbing a rope, you know, or 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 uh, tumbling, or or playing dodgeball, you were going to participate whether you wanted to or not, you know. So, yeah, um, but but uh, yeah, those are all pretty good things, though. It's funny how we always take for granted that something's always going to be around. Well, as you can see, folks, that's not necessarily true because yeah. we just name some they, things that aren't around anymore. Yeah, the, things are changing, especially in this world today, because everything's ever changing. Something could be here and be hot and be like the like the greatest thing on earth. Um, and then two years later, it was an afterthought, you know. So and that's where we are these days. So um, so whatever it is that you guys are enjoying right now, whatever you feel that um you think is always gonna be around. You better enjoy it while it is because you're going to blink and it'll be gone. So, and me and Leonard just proved that with the stuff that we just named. So, um, anything you want to add before we sign off? No, I just want to wish everybody a safe weekend. Uh, you know, let everyone know, make sure you bless David P. Coker, Cash App, Dollar Sign, Laker Man. And, uh, you know, have, have a great weekend. Yeah, um, um, and, you know, we'll talk to you guys on Tuesday, um, you know, and we'll do our uh, our final farewell to Black History Month because that is the last day of Black History Month, too, got to think of it. So we'll talk to you guys then, and thank you for listening, and have a good night.
Tune in next week, ladies and gentlemen, for another edition of News and Trends with your hosts, Dave and Lynn.